Hello everyone, so welcome to another episode of Sweetwater. I am your host, Divine Priestess, and today's episode is about living in the past, right? It's titled Six of Swords, so for you guys who are not too familiar when it comes to tarot, the Six of Swords is all about moving forward and leaving the past in the past, right? It's about transition, change, releasing baggage, rites of passage, right? And so it deals with leaving behind what is familiar and moving towards the unknown, right? Whether it be moving from a house, leaving a relationship, changing jobs, going through um, a mental shift, so on and so forth, right? And this change may be your own doing or it could just be forced upon you. And when it comes to spirituality, you know, a lot of the times we notice we are pushed into situations. But most of the time it's because we, you know, go against the grain, as I like to say. Um, so the Six of Swords, it ultimately invites you to let go of whatever is holding you back. May it be from your past or current um, circumstances. And it urges you to gaze at the future and choose the way most in alignment to your highest good and long-term potential. So we can touch on like maybe you need to make some tough decisions and some compromises, right? Um, it also asks you to reflect on any emotional or mental baggage that you may carry as you move from one phase to the next. And this weight from the past, you know, ultimately slows down your growth. And these quote unquote swords, you know, it may be memories, relationships, behaviors, thoughts, patterns, and beliefs that no longer serve you. So ultimately, you need to decide what to take with you and what to leave behind. Now, when it comes to the Six of Swords, what I always tell people is don't allow certain things from your past to pull you back especially when people bring up things from the past situation right always talk about you know growing and moving forward from situations right do not bring that baggage with you and as you see from the previous two episodes we talked about navigating through your emotions and also um transmuting right so in this one, we're talking about leaving the past in the past, letting go, right? So what is the difference from living in the past and reflecting on the past? Living on the past is, we all know this, is we'll bring it with us. Like, especially when it comes to relationships, the biggest things we see is when people are saying, oh, my ex did this to me. My ex did that. This is what my ex did. It's like they're living in it instead of reflecting on it and growing and moving forward from it i come across so many people that will always say oh people in my past did this to me and this to me and this to me and i'm always questioning new people that i meet because of the and it's like at this point you already have this thought in your mind you already had it made up in your mind that the people coming into your life are going to do exactly what the last person did right you already made that assumption up so anytime someone is putting in the work and effort right to building something with you it's kind of like you're shutting it down right you're not, at this point you're not 
open to receiving now when it comes to reflecting on the past it's like yes people have hurt you in the past but what are some things that you have learned from that situation right what are some characteristics that you recognize right what are some patterns that you recognize like for me you know I reflect on the past in a sense of I realized that there was patterns that I was repeating because of habits that I've developed right and I will always tell people I can't really be mad at you know certain people for things that have happened to me primarily because it's a pattern that I chose to ignore right it's a habit that I have that maybe also didn't acknowledge so reflecting on the past and living in the past are two completely different things but they can be on the same coin right um now there of course is difficulty when it comes to letting go number one because we solely want clarity and sometimes again we don't get the clarity right our emotions are involved as well right and our emotions can begin to run wild now if you have the ability to communicate and that's why the previous two episodes were all about communication those things will help you in letting go so if you are able to communicate and get a some clarification and get some understanding then yes that can help you let go and move forward now whether you move forward together with that person or you guys move separately nonetheless you are able to fully have everything out in the open and go on from there right you've made the decision based off information that was given and presented right i just had six hours worth of conversations with several different people before this episode right but over six hours of talking and i'm not gonna lie probably was it was a long time of talking to people and getting an understanding of a lot of things and one of the biggest things i've told these group of people is that I want us to grow and develop our relationship with each other and truly learn each other how we respond to situations, how we communicate. And if we grow together, then great. And if we prosper together, great. And if we can just coexist, that's fine with me too, right? But there were some things that I had to voice to them about, things that on my behalf i've done in the past right and just way so the way things aren't lingering over people's mind because if i'm thinking about it i'm pretty sure they would think and that was one thing too you know i had to i apologize for some things right and ultimately it great conversations a lot of great things came out of it because they were also able to see my side of things right and get a greater understanding and not just go based off an assumption right so there is difficulty of letting go if especially you don't have the communication with the person or the people because our emotions are involved and that is something that you know i am developing as a person of letting things go right and it stems from trauma of 
as a kid I was always big on you know the moment someone was upset about something or I did something you know whether it was unintentional or not their reaction if they if I knew they felt some type of way I was always like I would not let it go it's like I wouldn't forgive myself because I've upset them right and I and I had that you know conversation with someone weeks ago about upsetting them and I told them I was like I won't be able to get over this because I know that I did something that upset you right and that is going to stick with me but now I'm at a point where it's like I gotta let it go there's I I've apologized you know I've moved like it's at this point I can't change it right all I can do is let it go move forward and hopefully something develops right a friendship develops you know and continues to grow so on and so forth so how do we let go now this is where I hope you guys listen to the previous episodes because I will talk about those navigating through emotions and those lessons from the emotions right and how those things will help us to move forward but some other things of how do we let go is acknowledging what we're holding on to and try to understand or recognize the why right and so this is what i've been having the same conversations with multiple people today acknowledging what i was holding on to right my feelings and emotions towards these relationships right and recognizing why I felt that way. And then again, we had those communication, we had those conversations about how we're going to move forward and what we're all equally going to do, right? And and it's as easy as it sounds, as simple as it sounds when it comes to letting things go, the, the work is what is, can be difficult because it's uncomfortable it's new right it it's un untouched territory right but to let things go it honestly some people will just tell you oh just let it go just let it go but it's like how how do you let something go that's bothering you right how do you let something go that you go to sleep with and wake up to right it's constantly playing in your mind how do you let go right all i can say is listen to the previous episodes right because navigating through your emotions will help you to letting go and moving forward right but also just like when a six of swords like when i was reading it right is reflecting on the emotional baggage or mental baggage you carry, right? And needing to release things that are no longer serving you, right? Deciding what you want to take with you and what you want to leave behind. And since we are getting ready to go into a new year, one of the things I told people, I'm letting behind, you know, relationships with anyone in my life that if I have to force them to take my love and compassion and all these things I don't want it anymore right because at this point I am interfering with my peace I'm interfering with my sanity right I'm interfering with my happiness right another thing is is that you know 
I would always work to try to make things fit. So it's just like it's not serving me to to be forceful at in things, right? So again, acknowledging what we're holding on to, try to understand or recognize the why. And I will always tell my clients, you know, when it came to shadow work, ask why until you can't ask no why and really push yourself to be as open and honest as you can. And that is something that we talked about briefly when it came down to, um, what's that book? Burn After Writing, right? We talked, we touched on that briefly of opening up and being completely honest with yourself, right? And it's the same exact thing. So whether you're writing this in a journal or you're just saying it out loud, like those are those are some things. It's it's a, a list of ways to let go. Some people, you know, will dive into prayer. They will dive into meditation. They will have uncomfortable conversations with people, right? It it's it's not a one way to letting go of things, right? But I'm not going to lie to you, regardless of whatever way you go about it, it does require work. So my way of letting go of things is honestly having a conversation. And sometimes I'm unable to have conversations with people. So I'm able, so I'm having to process on my own and how I process on my own is by reflecting, right? And also going into my prayer, right? Praying the rosary. Right. Or also just talking to other people and getting perspective based off of their experiences. So there's a list of ways when it comes to letting go of things. Now, what are some things we need to let go of? And we, we touched on that, you know, briefly of certain memories, relationship habits, behaviors, thoughts, patterns and beliefs. Right emotions that that we have towards situations and those are the things I feel like at least for me the biggest thing that keeps me holding on to situations or relationships is the emotions I have right because the moment I feel hurt or I feel hmm Angry, I'm able to get over anger quite easily. The emotion that I'm working on releasing is when it comes down to me being hurt, right? That is something that I am working on letting go because that is what will keep me up at night. That emotion is something that I'm still working on understanding. It sounds very like, oh, like I'm hurt. Like, yeah, we know. Like, we know what it feels like. But to truly understand where it's stemming from is where that keeps me holding on, right? Because when I'm angry at something, I see the situation that made me upset and I start, I start to work, right? But when it comes down to being hurt, that is something that is new for me because like I've told you guys before, I was not in it. Like I was an emotional person as a kid, but as I got older, I started becoming very nonchalant. I 
like nothing nothing could hurt me right it was always like, oh, okay it's whatever right i just was not involved right and since i've been working on you know building relationships with people and, and working on being more vulnerable and open with people and building intimacy with people that now hits a little bit differently right because the moment someone hurts me now it's like okay and it's and it's more so I get hurt knowing I hurt someone, right? I made them feel any emotion outside of happiness and joy. That is what hurts me. And so I hold on to myself. I hold on to that, right? Because now I want to make it right. Because now, even though they said they forgive me, I don't forgive myself. And that is something that, you know, it's a whole nother process in itself. And that ultimately affects with manifesting, Right, and we're gonna touch on that. Lessons that come from letting go, again, it what I have been learning, and this is more so touching on the masculine versus the feminine, and I have a book right here, okay, Spirit Hacking. We've touched on this um for a little bit. And one of the thing is it touched on masculine and femininity, okay? And the whole difference, because number one, we all have masculine and feminine energy about us, right? We all do. And so I'm going to read a little bit from this book, okay? This is going to be from chapter two, and especially it more so touches on like emotional intelligence in regards to the masculine and, and the feminine. So it says everything in our world is composed of energetic polarities. The interplay between equal and opposite energetic forces is what holds this reality construct together. Masculine and feminine are equal and opposite energetic forces that may be properly balanced if, um, we are to live in a in harmony here on planet earth uh, let's go down a little bit so masculine and feminine energetics 101 the feminine is by nature intuitive and emotional the feminine is about fl flowing and feeling and merging and connecting and relating masculine energy on the other hand is about structure and placement and tasks it's about patterns and regimens and routine. Masculine is about doing and fixing and achieving and accomplishing self, right? The feminine, which is by nature unstructured, is meant to be harmonized by the directed orientation of the masculine. Notice I said harmonized by and not dominated by. The masculine has long dominated the feminine by incorrectly equating emotions with weakness and intuition with nonsense. In devaluing these qualities, both men and women have um, surfaced as has society in itself. When masculine and feminine are in sync, they complement each other in a beautiful um, symbiosis. Let's see. But when ordered, problem-solving nature of masculine is not balanced by the expanded emotional perspective of women, both become disordered. And it just go on, you know, to 
to some other things, right? But as you see, it says the feminine is about feeling, flowing, merging, connecting, and relating. And the masculine is about structure, placement, and task, okay? Masculine is about fixing, achieving, doing, and accomplishing. And the, the female is about harmonizing that in. Even when it comes down to the elements, the elements are feminine or masculine, right? They literally, everything has, you know, this energy to it. It's either going to be feminine energy or masculine energy. And water, like we touched on the past two weeks, is going to be a feminine, right? Fire is going to be that masculine, right? And and so on and so forth. So again, the lessons from letting go, again, we can reflect on the elements and how to go about moving forward, right? Lessons from letting go, it ultimately just depends on what you are letting go of and so this is another thing i'm not going to sit here and say that it's going to all be the same because it it grief and anger two different emotions sadness and anger are two different emotions right so the way you will do with a saddening experience and having to let it go it's going to be different than how you let go from a situation that is very upsetting right but i will say again it is number one acknowledging the situation right of redirecting that energy right communication look at this point I'm like where where's my book because <laughs> because at this point Again, we're getting ready to touch back on the four elements in regards to letting go. But since I don't feel like getting up there to reach for that book, go listen back to the past two episodes, the two episodes before this one, to really take in the lessons from those elements because those are going to help you with navigating to letting go, navigating through emotions to let go. Ultimately, like that that's in my opinion like look at it right now that's step one right sometimes it's going to require you to put your pride and your ego aside like today like when i had conversations there was probably one person on that call list that i was like oh do i have to call do i have to have this conversation and it's like yeah i needed to right i had to put my pride aside to to call all these people but for specifically one person in particular i really had to put my pride aside to make that call because then also too that conversation was one of the longest and it required both of us to listen to each other truths it required us to kind of make a plan and it just it was a great conversation. I'm not going to say it really worked out great. But it it did require of putting my pride aside. It required having to listen to what she had to say. Her listen to what I had to say. Right. And under getting understanding. And seeing what we can do moving forward. All right. 
So what happens after we let go? After we let go, things things begin to move. Nonetheless, so we're going to touch on something real quickly from the way of the rose. Okay. Um, for those on YouTube, this is what the cover looks like. But the book is called The Way of the Rose, The Radical Path of the Defined Feminine Hidden in the Rosary. Okay. And this is something I've touched on in previous episodes of being like water, right? I always talk about what Bruce Lee said about water. And in this book that I was reading today, one of the things it says, the first roads are not roads, but rivers. A road goes where you make it. A river goes where it wants to and teaches you where to go. When a river goes over a cliff, it's only a waterfall and then the river flows again. So this is also talking about adapting, right? This is talking about adapting. It's talking about going with the flow, but also adapting because when a river goes over a cliff, it's not only a waterfall. It's still a river, even though it's going over a cliff, right? But now it's having to adapt to the situation and continue moving. And typically when we don't let go, so what would happen if that water didn't go over the cliff, right? What what would happen? Like in I mean I know like it's very it's not likely that a river is not gonna go over the cliff, like but think of it like a dam, right? That water is just going to continue to pile up and pile up and pile up. Okay. Now if it continues flowing in this case. Goes over the cliff. It becomes a waterfall. But the water continues flowing and moving forward. Okay. So I'm going to play a quick little clip. Brought to you by Bruce Lee. Because I've, I've referred to this clip quite often. But I never played it for you guys. So here it is. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or creep or drip or crash. Be water, my friend. Be water. Be flexible with your approach. And also means to be able to adapt. Not get so fixated in your own way. Be able to learn from everybody else. One of the things that Bruce Lee talked about is Absorb what is useful, reject what is useless, and add what is eventually your own. So at first you have to learn from everybody, and eventually you will develop your own style. And so again, that will touch on letting go, right? Letting go of something that we want becoming so fixated. Because also too, when you hold on to things, you're bringing stagnation, right? And I will always use... Um, this saying when people, especially when it came to like readings about money, I'm like, you're holding on so tightly that you are unable to receive, right? You're holding so tightly onto these possessions, thinking that it's just never going to be there. Like, let, let go, right? Let, let go, let, let space, like, and even when it comes down to another card in the deck. I always tell people this card is about nurturing, right? It's about fertility, nurturing. But if you continue to hold on to something so much, you end up suffocating it, right? You are trying so hard to make a piece fixed that you end up 
breaking the damn thing right and so it just goes on to so many different things that can happen when you do not let go and i'm trying to see if i can find another example um in this book about let it go but if not it's fine you want to know why because i have another book for you guys <laughs> and this is going to touch on manifesting and i did tell you guys that we were going to get to a point where we were going to touch on manifesting and all those different things but in order to manifest we had to go through these weeks these what 22 weeks of acknowledging certain things healing from certain things growing from certain things letting go now because if you want to manifest it does require you to leave things behind so here's another book and it's called the map to abundance okay so for those watching on youtube you got to see it for those who didn't it's called the map to abundance the no exceptions guide to creating money success and bliss um we're going to touch on chapter we're going to chop touch on chapter seven and six okay and so matter of fact we're we're just going to really focus on chapter seven so chapter seven it will touch on making yourselves abundant right um let's see let's see now when it gets to moving into alignment with abundance it talks about some things that you are needing to do number one it is talking about letting go and in particular forgiving the past now again when we think of the past we like to think of something that has happened years ago when really yesterday is the past an hour ago is the past i've grown so much literally within the past three hours so anything that was before this episode that is in the past okay um so i'm just gonna read a little bit on it okay because one thing about it is everything is energy our emotions are energy and when you read the secret and when you or watch the netflix thing it talks about how the universe does not understand you speaking out of happiness versus you speaking out of anger it's energy nonetheless right and speaking from a loving place and speaking from an angry place you can manifest quickly right regardless of you being angry and just speaking out of that right so being mindful of <clears throat> your words and things that you say, you know, has an effect on all the things. Energy is transferable. It is currency, right? So this is another thing with letting go because now you're holding on to something that is no longer serving you anymore, right? But anyways, so when it comes down to chapter 7, okay? I'm going to read a couple paragraphs. So um, she talks about how she felt like a failure in her life was falling apart. 
Nothing like creditors calling around the clock to make you feel like a schmuck. And I couldn't help thinking I know better. I did know about the law of attraction. By that time, I had been reading books about it for 15 years. And so I kept asking myself, what the hell is wrong with me? That I could create such a, um, a mess of my life. Of course, there was nothing wrong with me. I just hadn't figured out how to create differently. The energy of self-judgment didn't help though. It never does. I had to learn to let it go and so do you. You see, as long as you blame yourself for your past, you send messages to your subconscious mind which holds beliefs such as being flawed, a failure, and powerless. This is not good energy to put out there if you want to create success, um, being divine, and being powerful. You need to forgive yourself for your past. Now, I didn't say you need to forget the past. What I said is that you need to forgive yourself for it, even if the past is as recent as yesterday. Stop defining yourself by what's happened before this moment and let it go. It then goes on to talking about guilt, anger, forgiving yourself, right? It touches on, you know, it touches on quite a few things, but nonetheless, it touches on letting go for every past experience we wish we could have uh, gone better job opportunities um, dreams that never manifested blah 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 we have a younger adult self that carries this belief and energy of that life if this energy isn't changed it will continue to cause more disappointment um, and it talks about you know going into meditation repeating certain ex exercises um to moving forward and manifesting this book primarily is going to be talking about manifesting money but it doesn't just touch on money right it's it's a lot of things that this can touch on relationships with with people okay no matter what your belief is because every belief system is going to tell you to let things go there and i think i might have touched on that in a previous episode where i talked about if it's not going to matter in five years don't spend longer than five minutes now i'm not gonna lie five minutes is very quick because when certain things happen to me I'm not going to lie. Some, some situations, I do hold on to it and it takes me days to process it. That's solely because of the way I was processing things in the past was not really helpful. Right? I, I didn't know how to process it. You know? But now I'm in a place of, you know, certain things I can, I can move through very, very quickly. And it's more so of... I personally was holding on to things because of people's assumptions of me, right? Because people wouldn't call me and have conversations with me. They would go based off another person that doesn't know me. So it was just a list of things. And, and one thing I will say, and again, I talk about, you know, this conversation I had with my brother. One of the things he did say is that I have to stop caring 
and stop trying to explain things to people, right? And that was my reason of not letting a lot of things go is because I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to get this person to hear my side, right? I'm trying to get this person to talk to me. And it's like, you don't always get that. You know, it's very unfortunate that as adults, we don't get that courtesy. But nonetheless, you know, we have to continue moving forward because life does continue moving on, right? The river continues to flow whether it falls off the cliff or not, right? The water is always moving, right? It's going to find somewhere to go. It's going to navigate us somewhere, you know? And I personally take try to take a lot of things in consideration, especially when it comes to letting go and people not having certain conversations with me, right? I do remind myself that they are most likely not in that place in their life where they can do that because there's something that they're holding on, right? And the cycle continues on. But having to be able to move forward, um, I do have, so here's um, another separation. Here's another quick um, video for you guys okay um matter of fact i'm gonna play two more for you guys but here's one trust in divine separation when we are in relationships situationships any scenario that we know we are not supposed to be in it's gonna cost you something well everything in life is gonna cost you something would you like it to cost your peace would you like it to cost you your sanity, your soul? These are things that need to be considered when you think that sticking around, entertaining certain things, that the ends justify the means. That is not always the case. And who wants to wait for an outcome on a wish and a hope that things are going to turn out exactly the way that you want it to when you have to pull strings and manipulate the entire situation the entire time if it doesn't flow let it go you need to trust in the divine separation of that and of things and that's why we find ourselves so often caught up in situations that we see little things here or there we think that they're little things are not really going to matter and then those things turn into very big things and then we try and hold on to what was because the current present reality is so incongruous to what the beginning was and we chase 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 and we never end up getting that feeling back whatever it was so this is a message for you guys to trust in the divine separation of your life if you know that certain things you're not supposed to be a part of then just end it because the ends do not always justify the means and everything is going to cost you something so do not let it cost you your peace your sanity your soul which is true right it in in what i had to reflect on and and this is what i've had this conversation multiple times with today is i was so big on pouring and pouring into things and trying to force things when ultimately I am neglecting myself, I'm disrespecting myself, right? And I'm hurting, you know, I'm overly hurting myself because I'm trying to 
fix something that is clearly broken and cannot be put back. You ever try to put back a vase that is broken? There's always going to be some pieces that are missing, right? Little bitty, small, microscopic pieces are not going to be put back into that vase. So the vase is never going to be 100% the same, right? And sometimes, you know, you just can't put things back together, right? And and for instance, like you said, like the ends does not justify the means. Some things are supposed to be coming to an end. And I always grew up hearing about some people are here for a season in a reason, right? And this is what my, you know, brother was telling me, you know, you was a lesson and I ain't stressing, right? And, and, and so even though it sounds very cliche in the course at that moment when we are going through things, like we don't want to hear through things and, you know, but once we finally get through it, we can always reflect back and see, right? We can truly take in those lessons that we received from it. I grew up, you know, what was it, 16, 17 here, and like some people are here for a season. And it is 100% true, right? Not everyone is meant to be permanent in your life. Some people are literally here to just teach you certain things. Yes, it sucks because we won't be able to know who is who, right? And sometimes it can be us just sabotaging things, ultimately having to teach us a lesson because holding on to something from the past and sabotaging, pouring that toxic waste into something that was supposed to be, right? But again, you have to be able to let go and move forward, right? And so when it comes down to me looking at a lot of things, like I'm really big at this point, I don't want to force anything. I'm not going to beg anyone for anything. We cannot talk and move forward. At this point, we must let it go. We must cut ties because at this point, I'm holding on to a rope that's on fire, burning my hand, right? And it's like I can stop myself from getting this burn if I just let go, right? And, and sometimes when you let go, things actually fall in place right it uh, an example that may may or may not really go inside it but it's like when you stop looking for something that's when you find it right you guys ever grow up uh you telling like your parents oh i can't find it i can't find it right and they will say oh you're looking too hard and you're like what how am i looking too hard because it'll be right in front of us and it, it also just comes down to recognizing patterns and habits right seeing Everyone always talks about the red flags, right? They're always in front of us, right? But then also, too, this whole thing will turn down into gaslighting and manipulation, right? Because when it comes down to letting go, right, it, it this conversation, watch, we're just going to have so much fun <laughs> moving forward. It's ridiculous because this whole letting go it also has little branches from it that stem down into other categories, right? Such as manipulation and gaslighting, right? Because how can we truly let go for being manipulated in a situation? Right now we're questioning what's real and what's fake, right? Now we're questioning, you know, being a kind, compassionate person in dealing with someone who is just ultimately 
literally like playing this mind game with you right and now you're not sure what to do if i should should continue if i should help if i so it's a long list um i'm kind of debating if i want to play this other video you know it's already been 43 minutes i don't want to keep you guys longer but best believe we are 100 going to visit this topic again when it comes down to letting go okay i also can't believe how fast time went but nonetheless i truly am appreciative of you guys listening and watching and subscribing to sweet water okay if you have not rated Sweetwater on iHeart, Spotify, Google, wherever you're listening, please go ahead and give me five stars. Please share this podcast, right, with your friends, families, peers, so on and so forth. Subscribe to YouTube. Again, if you guys have any topics you would like me to touch on, anything of that nature, reach out to me on instagram my handle is divine priestess it is also the name that you see on the screen underneath today's title right because it does show episode what is this 22 season one divine priestess yeah so there's the spelling right there i check my um messages quite often i do respond to comments on social media again i thank you so much and i am continuously looking forward to growing with you guys right we're all on this journey together growing and developing emotionally mentally and spiritually so with that being said hasta luego you guys enjoy the rest of your day your night your week and you'll hear from me next Monday.